Welcome to the She Impacts Culture podcast. I'm Dr. Jen Bennett, your host on this exciting journey where faith meets the world of work and entrepreneurship. Here, we champion Christian women like you who are called to lead and transform the marketplace for Christ. Every month, I have inspiring conversations with remarkable women who are changing the game in their careers by leading with faith and influence. If you're a woman with a strong desire to lead, influence, and impact culture within the marketplace and the entrepreneurial landscape, then this podcast is for you. Grab your favorite drink and let's dive into the stories and insights that will encourage you as you impact culture. This podcast is your special community, tailor-made with you in mind. Friends, welcome to the She Impacts Culture podcast. I'm thrilled to have you joining me on the She Impacts Culture podcast today. And truthfully, I am super grateful for the opportunity to share some thoughts around a topic that I think many of us can relate to, whether now or in past seasons of life. So what's the topic? Well, it's all about when work gets stressful. So today, let's start our conversation by discussing some of the most popular causes of work-related stress. Ready? Here they are. Number one, long hours. Two, a heavy workload. Three, job insecurity. Conflicts with coworkers. Not seeing eye-to-eye with your supervisor not feeling like you have value, like your opinions, they're just not valued by those that you work with. Micromanagement. Job mismatch. Friends, this is an actual thing. What is job mismatch? It's basically what was in the job description is not actually what the job is or what it becomes. And then finally, overwhelming circumstances that are external to your work which ultimately impacts your work. Can you relate to any of these? Gosh, I know I can. I feel like in my professional history, my professional journey, at some point, I have experienced some of these causes of work-related stress. And I have a sneaky suspicion that you have too. Now, here's what's really crazy. I did some research to find out what are they saying out there? What is the research saying about people, work, and stress? So listen to these statistics. And I'm warning you, this is not good. Around 1 million Americans miss work each day because of stress. 55% of Americans are stressed during the day. 94% of workers report feeling stress at work. 63% of U.S. workers report they're ready to quit their job to avoid work-related stress. 76% of workers in the U.S. report that stress from work affects their personal relationships negatively. 25% of workers believe their jobs are their number one stressor. 62% of workers end the day with work-related neck pain. 
34% report having trouble sleeping due to work-related stress. More than 50% report they frequently spend 12-hour days on work-related projects and an equal number report frequently skipping lunch due to stress of job demands. Four out of five workers, 80%, report that a change in leadership affects their stress levels. More than one in three workers, 39%, report that workload is their main cause of stress. And four out of every five U.S. workers, 80%, are stressed due to ineffective communication at work. Yikes. That's all I can say. Like, friends, this is a little scary to me. And the reality is, this isn't how work is supposed to be. Remember, I've talked about this before, but work is good. Work is supposed to be good. So the big question that we have to ask ourselves today is, well, what do we do then When work is stressful, what do we do when the work that we feel we've been called to do gets stressful? So to start off, I just want to share a few insights that came to me when I started thinking about this topic and specifically started wondering like, okay, which biblical people, which biblical heroes, which biblical characters experienced stress in their work? So the first person that came to mind was Moses. His job was to lead the Israelites from slavery in Egypt. And if you know the story, you know that the Israelites, they were complainers, they were stubborn, and they were rebellious. Friends, I think Moses may have been a bit stressed. And maybe you can relate. Maybe you are leading in the workplace And you are having to navigate complainers, employees that are stubborn, and employees that are rebellious. Or what about Joseph? In his work in Potiphar's house, he was wrongly accused and then thrown into jail. I don't know, but I think that was probably quite stressful. Have you ever been wrongly accused in your work? Have you ever been misunderstood in your work? If so, you know how Joseph felt, and he probably felt a little stressed. Or what about Daniel? He had a high position in government, and before he knew it, a new decree was put into place by the king, the leader, that Daniel disagreed with. I wonder if that was stressful for him. And yet, he still chose to obey and follow God. And then finally, Esther, she had to approach the king to right a wrong. But as we know, if she came to the king without being invited to speak to the king, she could die. She was putting her life in danger by standing up for what was right. I imagine that was a stressful situation too. You see, friends, here's the deal. Sometimes, oh, sometimes work is stressful and sometimes work is hard. So what do we do and how do we navigate work and job situations that are stressful? And how do we keep the current situation, the stress from bleeding into our lives in such a negative way that it ends up impacting every part of us, our life and our relationships? So let me share a few personal insights with you. 
If you've got a pen or paper, you might want to write these down. I'll also have some questions for you to kind of think through at the very end. Actually, I'll just put those questions in the show notes rather than sharing them here on this episode. But you may want to have some pen and paper to write these down or maybe even just come back, listen to it and write some of these things down because I really believe that they will help you as you navigate your work and the stressful moments. So number one, pray and hear me out. I know this sounds cliche, but this must be our first step. Friends, we must go to God with our stress. We must lay it all out to him. He has to be our first stopping place, not TV, not food, not alcohol, not friends, not books, not the couch, not Netflix. Instead, our first stop should be him on our knees. And remember, we can pray during our workday. I think sometimes we forget about that. Like we don't need to just pray in the morning or at night. We can actually pray. We can come to God during our workday, throughout our workday. And so when you feel the stress creeping in, pray. I love 1 Thessalonians 5.17, which states, always be joyful and never stop praying. So our first go-to has to be prayer, praying to God when the stress hits. Number two is fasting. Fasting is something we don't always talk about or we don't even really do it regularly. But let me tell you, fasting, giving up something, and instead spending that time with God can impact us and our stress in some amazing ways. And when I say that, I mean in a positive way, not a negative way. I don't know what it is, but the times that I have fasted, God did some amazing things in my life. And if work is causing you stress, maybe you need to fast from TV, social media, food, drinks, etc. Maybe whatever that thing is in your life that you can't seem to let go of. And so friends, instead of indulging in those things that we like to indulge in when life gets stressful, we need to indulge in God and his word. And fasting gives us the opportunity to do that. So we've got prayer, we've got fasting. Here's the next big one. Remove email from your phone. Here's the thing. I'm pretty convinced that our technological advances, which were created to help us be more efficient, have actually caused us to be more stressed. Why? Well, it's because we're available 24-7, and this is not good, nor is it healthy. When we have email on our phones, and I'm raising my hand here because I've got email on my phone, we are easily distracted and we tend to think and feel that we have to respond to that email right away when the reality is we don't. Work will always be there. And truthfully, it can wait. So if you find that you are answering emails from your phone at eight o'clock at night, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, on the weekends. Maybe it's time to remove email from your phone. Also, set aside a Sabbath. I've talked about this before, and it's something that I am working on, even though I don't always get it right. Friends, we have to take time to rest. 
It's a must for our relationships, our health, our creativity, our minds. If we don't rest and take time to be with God and be with our families and enjoy this world that God has given us, we will continue to face stress that feels like it will never go away. Friends, the world and your work will not blow up by you choosing to take a day off to rest and restore. The work you do, yes, it's essential, but the world won't end by you taking a day off. And so I really want to encourage you, set aside a Sabbath. Our bodies need it. Our mental health needs it. Also set boundaries. This is so important. One of the things I've also shared is that this year I'm really learning to say no. One of the things that I have had to cut back on is speaking this year. And really, it's because at this point in this season of life for me, I have a lot of things on my plate. And I knew that there was no way that I could move forward in a healthy way by saying yes to all of the speaking engagements I've been asked about. And here's the thing. I love speaking, but I had to put some boundaries in place. Also, here's another boundary. 99% of the time, I don't answer emails on the weekends. That's a personal boundary I've put into place. Do I always get it right? No. But I don't want to spend my time off answering emails. That can wait for Monday. Again, the world isn't going to end by me not answering an email on a Saturday or a Sunday. So the question I ask you is, what boundaries do you need to put into place? What boundaries would be the most beneficial for your mental health? What boundaries will help you to stress less? Next, focus on what you do enjoy about your work. Here's the deal. The reality is that at times work will be stressful. You know, we live in a stressful world and sometimes work doesn't go like we had hoped it would. And so sometimes work is going to be stressful. And sometimes we are going to be doing things that we don't enjoy, things that we would rather not do. But here's what I want you to do. Number one, I want you to focus on what you do enjoy about your work. When you find your work stressing you out, when you find the stress starting to creep in, write down what you do enjoy about your work and the things you are grateful. I don't know what it is, but just that activity right there does wonders for your mind absolute wonders. And then number two, I want you to start thinking about how to do more of those things in your work, the things that you enjoy. So let me give you an example. Years ago, when I was a high school teacher, I knew that one of the things that I loved was leadership. And I really loved planning events. And so I took it upon myself after talking with some administration I took it and decided to run with it that I wanted to help lead SLI, which was Student Leadership Institute. It was an organization for student leaders where we helped our students connect with leaders and learn about leadership. So I added that on because that was not stressful to me. That was something I really enjoyed. And then one of the other things I got to do after sharing my interest in Um, planning events and all that, I had the opportunity to plan the beginning of the school year overnight retreat. 
And I loved that. Like I loved doing that. And so my question to you is, what do you love about the work that you get to do? Or is there something in your industry, in your workplace that you would love to do, but maybe nobody knows that you would love to do it? And rather than causing you stress, it's just something that you would really enjoy waking up and doing. Think about that and then go after it. Don't be afraid to share that with your work colleagues, with your supervisors. Don't be afraid to be innovative. Don't be afraid to be an entrepreneur, which is all about thinking and acting like an entrepreneur within an organization. Go do those things. Go bring those things to the table that you enjoy doing. I can guarantee you, you do that and you will find that you start to enjoy your work just a tad bit more. So focus on what you do enjoy about your work. And then lastly, ask God what your next steps should be. This is important and this should be incorporated into your praying and fasting. Ask God what your next steps should be. Is it time to look for a new job? Or does God want you to stay put and find ways to give him the stress and instead focus on other things in your work? Friends, there will be times when God tells you it's time to go and move on. And when he does, you go. I've experienced this in my life quite a few times. And I really experienced this in my life a little over 10 years ago when I was in a position that quite honestly was very stressful and I didn't see it changing in any way. I knew it was time And I knew that I could no longer work for this company due to the very toxic culture where I felt like I was working 24-7 and always had to be available and on call. I quit immediately. And the next day, I breathed a sigh of relief. I knew it was time for me to go. And so for you, there's going to be times where God makes it very clear, no, it's time for you to go. And then there will be other times when God calls you to stay. But in that staying, he's going to ask you to refocus, reprioritize, and set boundaries. So don't be afraid to ask God what your next steps should be. He will answer you. It might not be right away, and it might not be the answer you wanted to get, but you have to trust God. He knows what's best for you. You see, friends, God is faithful, and he will show you what you need to do or not do. And so in closing, here's what I want you to know. What you do matters. Your work matters. If we want to be women who impact culture through our work, leadership, and influence, we cannot let stress take us out. Friends, the enemy will do whatever he can to keep you from impacting culture through your work. And one of the ways that he does this is through stress. A while back, I remember thinking and asking myself, why am I stressing about the work that I know I've been called to do and the work I've always wanted to do? You see, I think many times the enemy will take what is good, like your work, the work you've dreamed about doing, and manipulate it in such a way that brings you stress and causes you to question the good work that you've been called to, the work you dreamed about doing and are now doing. The enemy loves to mess with our minds. And if he can get you stressed about your work, he knows that he can keep you from impacting culture for Christ through your work. Friends, please don't fall for his manipulative games. Don't fall for his manipulative words like, did God really call you to this work? Did God really open this door for you? 
Is God really going to use you in your work? Are you really cut out for this work? If he can get you to doubt the work that God has called you to, then he has won. And if he can get you to stress about your work, he knows that that stress will not only impact your work, but also your relationships and well-being. So friends, don't fall for it. You have been created to do good work. Stand firm in this and be sure to pray fast. Remove email from your phone. Set aside a Sabbath. Set up boundaries. Focus on what you enjoy about work and ask God what your next step should be. You were created. You have been created to impact culture. Friends, I pray that this episode has encouraged you and know that I believe in you. I believe in the work that God has called you to. And I believe that God wants to use you in some incredible ways. Be sure to check out the show notes as I have some specific questions that you can ask yourself as you navigate your work and stress. Friends, be blessed. And may you know this week, may you know today that you are loved by God. Friends, thank you so much for listening to the She Impacts Culture podcast. I know how busy life gets. So the fact that you have faithfully chosen to spend a portion of your time with me means so much and something I don't take for granted. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the She Impacts Culture podcast, the best way to do this is to share it with your friends and your community on social media. Also, to keep up to date with all the happenings, I'd love to have you follow me either on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn at Dr. Jen Bennett. Friends, thank you again for your support. May God richly bless you as you impact culture through your influence and leadership in the marketplace for His kingdom.